Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Today we are in Luke chapter 19. We'll read about Zacchaeus. We'll look at the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. And we'll listen to our guest reader, Dr. Dennis Furr, my personal physician, a doctor like the author of the Gospel of Luke, Dr. Luke. So let's listen in to Dr. Furr on Luke 19. Luke chapter 19. He entered Jericho and was passing through, and there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich, and he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd he could not, because he was small of stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up onto a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down. For I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He is gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. As they heard these things, he proceeded to tell a parable, because he was near to Jerusalem, and because they supposed that the kingdom of God was to appear immediately. He said, therefore, a nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and then return. Calling ten of his servants, he gave them ten minas, and said to them, Engage in business until I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him, saying, We do not want this man to reign over us. When he returned, having received the kingdom, he ordered these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by doing business. The first came before him, saying, Lord, your mina has made ten minas more. And he said to him, Well done, good servant. Because you have been faithful in a very little, you shall have authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, your mina has made five minas. And he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. Then another came, saying, Lord, here is your mina, which I kept laid away in a handkerchief, for I was afraid of you, because you are a severe man. You take what you did not deposit, and reap what you did not sow. He said to him, I will condemn you with your own words. You wicked servant, you knew that I was a severe man, taking what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank, and at my coming I might have collected in that interest? And he said to those who stood by, Take the mina from him, and give it to the one who has the ten minas. And they said to him, Lord, He has ten minas. I tell you that to everyone who has more, more will be given. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. But as for those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slaughter them before me. And when he had said these things, he went on ahead, going on to Jerusalem. When he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany, at the mount that is called Olivet, 
he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village in front of you, where on entering you will find a colt tied, on which no one has ever sat yet. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? You shall say this, The Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went away and found it sitting just as they had been told. And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jesus, and throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, they spread their cloaks in the road. As he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that he had seen, saying, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. And he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold, saying to them, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. And he was teaching daily in the temple. The chief priests and the scribes and the principal men of the people were seeking to destroy him, but they did not find anything they could do, for all the people were hanging on his words. In 1994, at 39 years old, when I was reading Luke 19, I split it into two days. The first day, I read verses 1 through 28, and I didn't make any notes. The second day, when 29 through the end, I wrote, If these become silent, the stones would cry out. As Christians are silenced, nature will shout of God, Hallelujah! Lord, help me recognize the time of my visitation. The next year, 1995, at 40 years old, I again read the Gospel of Luke, and I split it into two days like I did in 1994, and I read this year, Luke 19, 1 through 27 on the first day, and I wrote Zacchaeus and Parable of Talents. Help me produce fruit for the kingdom of God with the talents that thou hast entrusted unto me. The next day I finished the chapter, verse 28 through the end, and I wrote Jesus and Emotion. Disciples were shouting praise unto God. All of nature was about to shout, and Jesus wept over Jerusalem for its rejection of God and its coming destruction. Then he went to the temple, and he cleaned house. What an emotional chapter. The next year, 1996, at 41 years old, I again read the Gospel of Luke, splitting it into two days this time reading 1 through 27 on the first day, and I wrote, Business. God has given talents to use while he is gone. He will return and ask us for an accounting of how we have used our talents. How am I using mine? Am I producing more money than I'm earning? Am I producing fruit for my master Jesus? And then I quoted verse 13, Do business till I come. And then I wrote, I don't get this parable. 
The next day I finished Luke 19, verse 28 through the end. I wrote, because the Lord has need of it. What possessions do I have that I need to lose because the Lord has need of it? Am I willing to let him use or borrow or have my possessions? And I continue to write, the stones would have cried out if someone wasn't praising God. Wow. I finished with two things go together, worship and weeping in scripture. Here in the midst of one of the greatest celebrations in all of history, Jesus weeps over Jerusalem, worship and weeping. I wrote in one of my journals that I didn't understand this parable, and I was referring to the parable of the ten minas, or better known as the parable of the talents. The part that I've struggled with is the third servant. Let's review that part of Luke 19, starting with verse 20. Then another came, saying, Lord, here is your mina, which I have laid away in a handkerchief. For I was afraid of you, because you were a severe man. You take what you did not deposit, and reap what you did not sow. And he said to him, I will condemn you with your own words, you wicked servant. You knew that I was a severe man, taking what I did not deposit, and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank, and at my coming I might have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, Take the mina from him, and give it to the one who has the ten minas. Over the years, I've gained a better understanding of this parable. But I want to look at my English Standard Version Study Bible footnote for some clarification. It says, Lord, here is your mina. The third servant has not labored or conducted business with the mina, but has hidden it away where it did no good for anyone and did not gain additional value. Those who fail to do anything useful with the resources, talents, and opportunities God has given them will fall under his displeasure and may thereby indicate that they are not even true believers. The footnote goes on to say severe man does not mean selfish or unfair, but rather strict and holding to high standards or austere. This is not intended as a description of Christ. For Luke 19.17 and 19 show him to be abundantly generous and gracious. This servant does not know his master well, or else is simply making an excuse for his own failure. I suppose the point of the parable is clear. God bestows on each of us certain gifts, talents, and abilities. He expects us to use those gifts, talents, and abilities in a productive life and also a kingdom-building life. The first two did so, multiplying what the master had given to each of them. The third servant did not. So what are you doing with the talents, gifts, and abilities that God has bestowed upon you? Will you hear, well done, good and faithful servant? Or will you be condemned for squandering the gifts, talents, and abilities that God has given you? This chapter also culminates with Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, known by many as Palm Sunday and the beginning of Passion Week. As mentioned in my journal, Jesus gets emotional. He weeps over the city of Jerusalem in the midst of a joyous celebration. And he cleanses the temple, driving out the money changers. In Luke chapter 19, Jesus illustrates the emotions of man. Joy, hurt, and righteous anger. And all the people were hanging on his words. Jesus, thank you for the talents, gifts, and abilities you've bestowed upon each one of us. May this chapter challenge us to be faithful to use that which you've given us for good and for kingdom building. Thank you for the emotions of our humanity, joy, hurt, and righteous anger. You express them without sin. May we do the same. And may we hang on all of your words. In your name we pray. Amen.